0: My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 707. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And always remember our motto, which is the best predictor of a child's well-being, is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to—why don't you tell everybody what we're going to do, and then I'll make an announcement or two.
1: Okay, great. So I love that it's 7.07 because, you know, 7 is uh, my favorite number. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, the title of the show is called The Movies That Matter. And Todd and I are going to share movies that, like, for example, their categories.
0: Oh, dear. Uh-oh. That's the first— Big problem of today, but okay. we'll get through it. We'll get
1: through it because, Todd, mistakes happen. Yes, they do. Um, so we sh- there's like, for example, favorite Western, favorite... 80s comedy, that kind of thing. And Todd and I do not know each other's each other's answers. Like, we don't know what we're going to say to these. No. And we are going to not just say, here's my answer, but why, right? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be kind of a deep dive into the things that we love and why we love it. And for me, I don't know about you, Todd, but for me, they're not surfacy reasons. No. There's like a deep reason, you know. The two th- reasons that I wanted to do this on Zen Parenting Radio is, number one, we have another podcast called Pop Culturing that... um many of you may already subscribe to or follow this is our pop culture music and we have been doing pop culture for years um but we've just kind of come back and done three or four um movies lately or tv shows we did the hangover we did greece greece we did Three's Company, which was really funny. And then we just did About Last Night. So Todd and I love doing that podcast. It's so fun because we, and it's not really that separate from Zen Parenting because we talk about movies and TV shows, but we have this like self-awareness, you know, perspective on it. Like, you know, where are these people? What's going on at this time? Jeez.
0: A knock on our door. Right. Sorry, I just always have he, to play that.
1: As we were doing the threes company pop culture, he kept playing that. I played music. that it throughout making,
0: the entire podcast. <laughs> it's
1: making me laugh. So, anyway, so it's deeper than just this is my favorite movie. There's reasons. The other reason that I thought this might be important for Zen parenting, even if you choose not to follow pop culturing, is because these are the kind of things that Todd and I do in our family. We play these kind of games with our girls. Like, what are your favorite songs? What are your favorite movies? Why? What TV show would you, you know, if you were, or if it be books, if you were on a desert island, what book would you bring with you? Why has that changed? We just talk about pop culture a lot in our parenting because I think you can get a lot more answers and understanding about your kids through things that are a little more uh, I, I want to use the word safe, but things that are more about their interests, and it tells you a lot about who they are, what they value. you know, like the books that they choose or the you know, the things the movies that really inspire them, why? It somehow connects to their lives or something that they're trying to vocalize or something that they are are trying to share. So, We just wanted to share that this is kind of one of these things that we do in our family. And this is something that Todd and I just do all the time just as a couple. We love to talk about this stuff. And we also have this other podcast, Pop Culturing. So it felt very very multi-layered and important.
0: We'll try to tie some meaning into it. uh, But I'm more excited about just sharing um, clips and stories about how I experience film. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So first, uh, I want to say thank you to Tammy from California. She's our newest Team Zen member. I feel like Team Zen should have its own theme song. So we'll have to work on that. Um, And a busy week for Team Zen. So if you don't know what Team Zen is, you pay us 25 bucks and you get access to everything we do. Uh, And this week, there's a Raising, Raising Healthy Sons micro community. There's a Zen Talk on uh, Thursday, I guess. Okay. Thursday. And that's the 27th. where Todd
1: and I just you know, um,
0: do q and A. Q&A we with have everybody. Mike Domish coming
1: in to speak to Team Zen on May sixteenth about uh, about consent. And um, he he is somebody who uh, focuses on how to decrease and sexual assault and make people uh, more aware of how to um, practice consent and understand what it means. Um,
0: and then Friday, May twelfth, uh, John Duffy and myself are going to be hosting a virtual class called "Understanding Our Sons." So hopefully, you decide to join. You can cancel at any time. Twenty five bucks, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg, for thinking. Team zone. Um So now, I part of me feels like we should just rip
1: through the categories no. so they know where we're going. Oh, rip through the categories! Yeah. I thought you were going to say all of our answers. No, I'm like, no. that's awful.
0: Um, so I and. Just so everybody knows, um, I didn't spend a lot of time on my list. I don't think you did either. And we're inviting you all to make your own, you know, as you're listening to this podcast, think to yourself, what is your favorite movie or your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Um, so here's, I'm going to, and
1: before you do that, um, one of the things I do with my college kids is when they're writing their final papers, which I'm just about to start reading this week. So um, is that when they give me their outline of what they're gonna do, I say, what is your topic? And then give me a few paragraphs about why. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to just choose a topic because you think I'm gonna like it or because you think it's gonna be easy or whatever. Why do you like this topic? Yes. And I feel like that gives them a better like indication is it's is this the right direction. So that's the thing about this list is when you come up with a movie, why? In mm-hmm. your own mind, you can have fun and go on a date with your spouse and talk about all these things, or yeah. you can do this with your kids. I think it's really, a, it's, a, it's a way to get to know each other without having it feel so invasive.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, favorite movie. Okay. And then you wrote Childhood Memory. Yeah, Childhood Memory Movie. Childhood Memory Movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite Tom Hanks movie, Makes You Cry. Sports movie, courtroom movie, '80s movie, comedy, war, western, horror, mob, overrated. Ooh, I didn't come up with one for overrated.
1: Overrated.
0: Um, romantic, musical, uh, watch over and over. Best soundtrack. Embarrassed to love <laughs> Christmas movie and sequel.
1: And I want to throw one other on here, Tom. Okay. I know I didn't give you this, but a movie that didn't fit the categories, but you wish there was a category for. Sure. Like a movie you love that didn't, you couldn't fit it in. Sure. But it's Brighten like something. mine down right now. Okay, I know what mine is too. So Good.
0: okay. Um. So. I put down for my favorite movie... So,
1: number one, are you going to do any, like, drum rolls or anything? Uh, There's
0: going to be a lot of drum rolls if I start. We'll just do drum roll on the first one. How about that one? All right, let's get going. Uh, The drum roll for my favorite movie of all time is uh, Empire Strikes Back.
1: All right. I feel like that could have had a few categories here.
0: Uh, I'm sure it could have. Um, And part of me always feels guilty for saying Empire is my favorite over Star Wars because... I feel like Star Wars is the most impactful movie mm-hmm. I've ever... I was five years old. My dad said, we're going to see this movie called Star Wars. He picked me up in a Plymouth, a white Plymouth. I remember the color of it. Wow. And I didn't understand all of it. I knew Darth Vader was bad and Luke was good. But Empire Strikes Back is a more compelling movie, and Yoda is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a big part of why Empire Strikes Back is as good as it is.
1: I like when Yoda is pretending that he's not Yoda at the beginning and that he's just like a silly green guy in the, yes. in the Dagobah system.
0: Um, I am going to play clips from uh, some movies here, and this is Luke and... Unlearned.
1: what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. You Oh, do not. There is no try.
0: That might be the best line ever from Master Yoda or in general.
1: And, you know, Yoda, I don't know if he had little Yodas of his own, except because Baby Yoda is different. The Mandalorian, yes. Baby Yoda, and I'm forgetting his name and everyone's going to be mad. Right. Um, but I, I only watched the first season. I haven't watched the next. But he, you know, Yoda is a parenting teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way you know he's or being human being teacher. yes let's just do that he is just a human being teacher and you know just i can't tell you how often i use his quotes <laughs> you know i, I even in, in the book i wrote the and i talked about unlearning mm-hmm. what we have learned because that's kind of always the goal with parenting is how can you offer your kids things that they don't have to do so much unlearning as they get older. Um, you that's know. a really good way of tying in some parenting yeah. philosophy on this podcast. Oh, believe me.
0: Because all I'm trying to do is let go of the baggage I picked up growing up. And right. that's what Master Yoda is saying is, instead of unlearning, let's not pick up the bags. Yeah. And our kids are going to come up with their own bags. Let's not pass our bags down to them.
1: Fewer bags. Hashtag fewer bags. Less
0: bags. All right. What do you got? So
1: my favorite movie is Spotlight. Oh, my
0: gosh. I thought you were going to say Somewhere
1: Over the Rainbow. I know. Well, you know, there was another category for that. Yes. Um, Oh,
0: you're being a little strategic. I
1: am. My favorite movie is Spotlight because I am so inspired. Spotlight just got me through a lot of hard times where I was concerned about that people would get away with things, that that love wouldn't win, that people would give up or allow bad things to happen, and that no one would show up and do anything about it. And as we know, Spotlight, maybe you don't, but Spotlight is about the Boston Globe um, uncovering the um, the priest scandal, the fact that priests were molesting children and then just basically being um, moved around from parish to parish, and there wasn't anything being done about it. The Cover yet. up, I've the cover up, it just went on forever. And and I, I the movie is not about the priests per se. It's about the journalism, it's and wonderful. so the fact that you know when I I don't really talk about, it's not that I'm saying to people all the time, my favorite movie, Spotlight. It's just sometimes people are like, oh, isn't that about the, you know, the priest scandal? That's kind of heavy. No, it's, it's not. About journalism. It's about journalism. And it's about people willing to do hard work and stand up for what they believe in. There's so many scenes... Where people like, you know, Michael Keaton's character toward the end where he's like, oh, this is how it happens. Yeah, this
0: is how it all happens.
1: You're trying to have me roll over. So, you know, it's just you see how easy it can be to let corruption continue. And I just um, am very – I Todd, how many times have you seen Spotlight? We watched it, it was, last night. We watch it all It's a good night. It's a
0: good movie for us to fall asleep to because it's not a lot of loudness even though I'm about to play a loud scene.
1: Are you going to do they yeah, they knew? They knew.
0: But before I do that, um, you know, just to try to tie some parental meaning into some of these movie selections. Uh, let's teach our kids what's appropriate, what's not appropriate.
1: Absolutely. Right? Starting from scratch. Yeah. And then let's Earlier also the be a place where when kids tell us things that we believe them and we follow through and we don't, we, you know, actually, and I, I feel like in this generation, that's much more common. Yeah. But historically, there wasn't a lot of Listening and, and, you know, the thing, I, I don't want to go too, you know, far down this path, but like the Larry Nassar case, the thing that was so interesting to me with that, that was the gymnasts who were being molested by um, their trainer, is that the girls were telling people. But they weren't always believing them. Yeah. And sometimes that was their parents. Sometimes that was the other trainers. Or they were covering up for Larry. And just the fact that that adults are more concerned about that mm-hmm. than, you know, whatever the cover up is or like, it, or concerned about what's going to, how people are going to view gymnastics overall. I mean, look at, it all fell apart and they have had to build up anyway. So I, I just find it to be just another reminder of living in our integrity. Boom.
0: And they let it happen. to kids. Okay? It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. We got to nail these scumbags. We got to show people that nobody can get away with this. Not a priest or a cardinal or a freaking pope. Uh,
1: Goosebumps. So, Mike Rescendis is my favorite character in this. It's Mark Ruffalo, and he's. (laughs) I just watch him act in this movie, um, and I'm kind of annoying because I'll be like, "Look how he said that. Look how he did that." Like there is so, and he's not the only one. Everybody's good in this movie. I mean, I just I love to watch them act, and I don't even feel like they're acting. That's that sounds like I'm saying I love to watch them line read. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Ready next category? Uh, Childhood memory. Let's hear it. Um, I decided to go with this. Every time. I I feel like I'm five years old when I hear this. I know, it's
1: so good. And I
0: feel like I need to turn all the lights off in my basement and get my lightsaber. And then you know what
1: Todd does? He puts his arms up in the air and walks around for a while. We did that to our wedding. This At was our, wedding. our wedding. We did
0: that to our wedding when we when we walked out in the reception. <laughs> we
1: walked out to Star Wars. This
0: is the song that we want. And
1: Todd puts his arms up in the air and so as if like
0: <laughs> I am king of the world. <laughs> because if there's ever a song that wants to get me motivated, uh-huh. it's that. So I don't need to talk about Star Wars. You've all seen it. It's just, it, it defined
1: my youth. So, Todd, we have a theme going for you so far. Yes, we do. Um, my child, my favorite childhood memory and also um, in my top one or two favorite movies is Wizard of Oz. I knew it. Yeah. Why is Wizard of Oz? Because it defined my childhood. I, I related to Dorothy not kind of getting what was going on. <laughs> um, I understood her desire to um, find... Uh, People who understood, I I understood why she wanted that connection with those characters, um, and I loved that. It, the bottom line was that she took care of people.
0: Uh, put 'em up,
1: put 'em up.
0: Who's your favorite? Oh, uh, Scarecrow, for sure. Don't you think Scarecrow is most? If you're just choosing between Tin Man, Scarecrow, and Lion. Most people choose Scarecrow.
1: I don't know. I I think he's the most fathery figure hmm. type. Um, I think he's the first person that you know she comes across. So it's her first companion, besides Toto, of course. And I just feel like he and and I just Ray Bolger. It's like hard to remember. Ray Bolger was the guy who played him. It's hard to remember. What came first with my memories, because I've been, you know, people who've listened to the show a long time know this, but I dressed up as Dorothy for three, four years in a row when I was a kid. I had no other costume. Um, And just and in my meditation area, I have a lot of Wizard of Oz stuff like.
0: yeah. How old was Judy when she did this?
1: Judy Garland was 15 years old. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, and then the love of Judy Garland as well. And, you know, there's just, there's a lot, but I could do, like, there's so many books I've read about the Wizard of Oz and how much, how much spirituality is in it and universal truth and, you know, how we perceive reality. And it's just, it's a, it's a deepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So my
0: next, um, the category is best Tom Hanks movie. Favorite Tom Hanks.
1: I think we're going to have the same one. I don't think we are. Oh, Interesting.
0: And I'm not even gonna say what it is. Instead I'm gonna play a clip from it. Okay. Look, I know I don't look like myself, okay? But something really strange happened
1: and I'm really scared. And I need you to help me, my best friend. I can prove it to you. The space goes down down, baby, down down the roller coaster. Sweet sweet baby, sweet, sweet don't let me go. Shimmy Shimmy Kogob, Shimmy, Shimmy
0: rock. Shimmy, Shimmy, Cogob, Shimmy, Shimmy rock. I, I met, met a girlfriend, a trisket. She said a trisket, a biscuit, ice cream, soda pop vanilla on the top. Ooh, Shalita, walking down the street, ten times a week. I, I met it, I said it. it, I stole my mama's credit, and I'm cool, I'm hot, suck you I, I in the I stomach feel three feel more nice. times. Here Sweetie, we go. what's the movie? Big I was going to go Gump, but I decided to get creative. Do I like Big more than Gump? I don't know.
1: Todd, I chose Big. Did you really? Uh-huh. Oh my God, how could you not have chose Forrest Gump? I had Forrest Gump written down first, and then when the question is, favorite Tom Hanks movie? Oh, interesting. And Tom Hanks is amazing in everything, okay? Like, yeah. Castaway could have been on the list, Forrest Gump. I, we watch Apollo 13 over and over, but the best Tom Hanks performance is Big. Yeah. That's, I Was mean, he nominated for yeah. an Oscar? Mm-hmm. But he, was. he did not. He win. did, not even close. Um,
0: so it's just to try to tie some parenting uh, uh, strings around Big. Um, what I get out of it is don't forget what it's like to be young. And yeah. I remember uh, towards the end of the movie when Tom Hanks really starts, uh, Josh Baskin's character really starts to inhabit the adult world. Yeah. He's in, he, his hair slowly becomes, like he, there's an evolution. Yeah. And he goes from, he wearing, goes from that wearing, that stupid wearing that crazy suit yeah. thing <laughs> to um, looking like a normal yeah. adult. And then his best friend has to basically grab him and, say you've forgotten who you are. Mm-hmm. So let us not forget who we are.
1: Mm-hmm. It's right. very Calvin and Hobbes, right? Yes. Oh, love it. Um, yeah. So yes, I'm with you on that. So I don't know if we need to do more because I, I agree.
0: All right. Beautiful. Um, so next category is makes you cry. Mm. Um, I didn't think really hard about this one. But once again, instead of sharing what it is, I'm going to just play the clip. Okay. There's Mr. The Keating, <laughs> they made everybody, right, Anderson, <laughs> you got to believe me, it's true. I do believe you, Tom. Leave, to. Mr. Keating. But it wasn't his Sit fault. Sit down, Mr. Anderson. One more outburst from you or anyone else, and you're out of this school. Leave, Mr. Keating. I said leave, Mr. Keating. my captain sit down mr
1: anderson i get teary just here oh my it. god it's just goosebumps todd uh, todd anderson
0: um i just i've seen that scene a bazillion times mm-hmm. i judge myself for not being able to feel my feelings and it is not happening in this moment i have goosebumps going all the way up and down my backbone and it's so funny the power of these movies <gasps> that helps a guy like me who judges himself too harshly about not being able to feel his feelings lands for me and it's just so wonderful and it's because ethan Hawke's character todd is doing at the time the most courageous thing he's ever done in his entire life and
1: he you know as a good movie does you earn that ending because that's not who todd is when you meet him and the things that he has to go through and experience for him to get to a place where he chooses integrity and um he chooses what's right Mm -hmm. you know and and seeing through the the I know we're not supposed to, sh- you know, swear on this show. BS. The BS, um, he he stands up for what's right. Okay. What do you got, babe? Well, the movie that made me cry cuz I cry at everything. Yeah, you do. Um so the movie that made me cry the hardest in my lifetime was Billy Elliot.
0: Ooh.
1: So it's another movie that you have to dive in and and how do I say this? The movie, it's not that it's that easy to watch. Sometimes it's hard to understand what they're saying. There's a lot of um, difficult moments. Uh, but the ending of the movie, if you... I mean, and those of you who have seen it, you know, so you already know everything, just go watch the YouTube clip of the end of this movie again. Um, the relationship between the father, the brother, and Billy, and 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 the best friend who shows up at the, the ballet at the end, too. Um, I... Well, I remember exactly where I was, Todd. We were um, living on Schubert in Chicago and I was sitting in bed. It was, and I could not breathe Mm -hmm. at the end when I started, I don't, and again, it hit me in that place of being seen and, and the parent and the, you know, how they showed up for him and what he did and the overcome. I mean, it's like every layer of what I find to be. Right. You know, beautiful. Well, and the ending
0: is, and I know you just talked about
1: that's it. just everything unreal. that it's
0: about. Yeah. Um, so I don't know this movie as well as I know most of these others, so I don't know if this is the best scene because it might be a lot of visual, but it's called Billy's acceptance letter scene.
1: Oh, that's a great scene too. Yeah, go ahead. Is he reading it? Oh.
0: Mm. <sighs> That clip is not going to play well on the podcast. So
1: I kind of talked over him, but he he said, I got in. They've been waiting to see, because Billy, when he goes to the tryout, which that in itself, getting him to that place Mm -hmm. is is so difficult. And when he gets to the tryout, he actually ends up getting in a fight. Mm -hmm. Um, He dances lovely, but they're like, the reason that they end up letting him in is when they ask him why he wants to dance and his answer is, you know, I won't give that away, but then the end is, unbelievable yeah so i just that movie i can't i really can't watch it the end because i have a hard time
0: yes you do um and it's powerful for Ugh. sure um okay next category is sports yeah um i had a two-way tie here okay
1: wait i had so many two-way ties and i didn't do it because Fine. i knew you'd be angry if i did two-way Fine, ties i'll
0: choose it then here we go.
1: Okay. Anything bad about Melly, I break his neck. Excuse me, you guys. I got a game to pitch here. Hey, you guys, don't throw me anything. My girlfriend put a curse on my glove. I'll take the X off the fing glove. Give me the glove. Well then you gotta cut the head off a live rooster. Oh, boy, a
0: what the hell's going on out
1: there? Looks like a convention. Pretty soon they're gonna call the roll. <laughs> What the hell's going on out here? Well, Nuke's because his eyelids are jammed and his old man's here. We need a live ro- was it a live rooster? <laughs> we need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove, and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Is that about right? That's right. We're dealing with a lot of shit.
0: Well, uh, candlesticks. Sweetie. Candlesticks always make a nice gift. And uh, maybe-
1: all right, all right. Um, that is going to keep play these too long because he likes them so much. I do. Um,
0: do you know what the two-way Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know. But do you know what I what? Oh, it
1: uh, let's see. Bull Durham or uh, not Tin Cup. No. Um, what? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Okay. So all Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah.
0: I, the one other thing I appreciate about Kevin Costner is he is a natural athlete. He knows how to play golf because you can see that in Tin Cup. He knows mm-hmm. how to play baseball. So, yes, that's just another bonus because it does annoy me. When they hire actors that don't know how to play the sport.
1: Um, which will be interesting because this is one of these actors... My movie has one of these actors that people sometimes aren't sure he knows how to play. Uh, and I chose Jerry Maguire. Oh. So I know that it's not necessarily just about the sport. It's about a sports agent. Oh, sure. But there's so much, you know, sports in it. Right. Um, Jerry Maguire is in my top five favorite movies. I love Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I love it. And it's weird because it's not... I don't love ne- necessarily the relationship between Renée Zellweger and Tom Cruise. I remember seeing Jerry Maguire for the first time and I didn't buy it. I was like, "Uh, ah, I don't know if they'll stay together." What I love is Jerry's relationship with Rod. That's the relationship I love. Speaking of which,
0: would like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? Help me! Help me, Rod. Help, help, Rod. Me help, help me
1: help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. I love Rod's face in this <laughs> one. Uh, so good. Help me help you. Help, me help, me help. <laughs> help.
0: Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a solid choice. Okay, good. Nice job. Okay, uh, courtroom. Any, any oh, uh, parenting... like any other. You well, want to do with Jerry I mean,
1: you know, I uh, I mean, like I said, it's not necessarily parenting as much as we're talking about relationships. And I think the whole what I love about Jerry Maguire is I love the way it begins because it begins with Jerry having what we'd call a breakdown or a breakthrough or whatever it may be where he realizes he's been doing work. I, I've used this word 80 times today. That's not in his integrity. Are we seeing a a, a through line here? Um, and that he realizes that the kind of agent he is, is is never who he wanted to be. So he makes a decision. I'm not going to be this agent anymore. And then there's a huge fallout because of it. So the whole movie is about the fallout. And then, it's, then he figures out why he had to go through that journey.
0: Um, Next category is courtroom.
1: Yeah, courtroom, Todd.
0: And I want you to choose first because I'm hoping you choose the one that I was going to choose so I could choose a different one.
1: Okay, I chose To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm.
0: And why did you choose that
1: one? Because it's probably the most, you know, it's one of those movies that I think I first watched with my aunt when I was little, um, because it's one of her favorite movies and books. And then I have a story that um, I've shared before on the show that one time I got in trouble with the police when I was in high school. And, um, uh, my mom and dad came to get me and it wasn't a big deal. It was like trespassing. Don't, don't everybody worry. But I had to come home and I remember my parents, uh, you know, we were up, it was middle of the night. And so I laid in my mom's bed with her and we watched, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird on WGN. And it was one of those moments where I was like, Kathy, who do you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I would much rather be in the place that Atticus Finch is in. Um, not that I, it's apples and oranges, what I was experiencing, but who, uh, I'm going to use the word again integrity.
0: Had it not been for this movie, who knows how you would have ended up, sweetie.
1: I could have been still trespassing through lots of parks. What was the evidence of her offense? Tom Robinson. A human being.
0: She must put Tom Robinson away from her. Good old
1: Atticus. Atticus Finch, man. And he stood up, you know, he's like our, a hero of our time. Like he's somebody who knew what was right. He understood everybody's dignity, all human value, and he taught his children to do the same. And so there is that parenting. And and I find it all so fascinating, like where, and maybe people know this, you know, I have read the book several times, but you know, where is the other parent, yeah. you know, where, you know, all these, these things in this movie that are really interesting as far as relationships goes, Boo Radley's, you know, experience in town and the kid's relationship with him. There's just layers and layers and layers.
0: Um, I was going to go with A Few Good Men.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I'm
0: shocked that you didn't choose A Few Good Men.
1: Well, I, I mean, it, it, it isn't one of my favorite movies, Todd. I, I, I've seen it a million times, but it's not for me what it is for you.
0: I don't know if this scene from a different movie that I'm about to play is better than A Few Good Men, but I just felt compelled to play it. So
1: you're doing a different movie right yes. now? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, I now... Mean, ah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen of the... G- g- of, 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 of the... G- g- um, jury, um... On,
1: on, on, on January... Fourth of this year. My- Might be... You have to choose my cousin Vinny instead. Might be, uh, yeah, I
0: did. My (laughs) choice is my cousin Vinny. Okay, good. Um, But that might be one of the funniest movie moments of all time.
1: Even our children were the the funniest part is when he doesn't he sit down and say something like, "I did pretty well." He's like, "I'm getting better." I'm getting better.
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So good. It's so good. Um, Okay, Uh, and as far as it's a great, this is a great movie to watch with your kids. Um, it's not too dirty or not too much cussing. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny. To... It ages well because our <sighs> kids are very critical very. of the movies that we invite them to watch from our youth and they'll just say, yeah, that wasn't good. They'll but be like, no. they did like My Cousin Vinny.
1: Well, and the whole Marissa Tomei thing, I mean, she's a great female character mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, <sighs> their relationship is, you know, what she's willing to do and then what she's willing to not do and then obviously her, she won an Academy Award for that movie. So, Her time on the stand and explaining cars is just a classic scene. Truth. Um, Okay, do you want me to go next or do you want to? Sure, you go 80s. Uh, So this is 80s. I Uh, actually did have two for this, but I am going to just stick with the one, but just say the second one. Here we go.
0: Top of the morning, officer. Hi. Is there something I can help you with? (laughs) What the hell are you driving here? We had a small fire last night, but we caught it in the nick of time. (laughs) You have any idea how fast you were going? Funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer's melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. 78 miles an hour. (laughs) 78,
1: huh? Well, yeah, I could buy that. Sure, I guess. uh, You know, uh, you would know better
0: than us, uh, especially since we got a melted speedometer. Oh, Del Griffith.
1: Do you know what the best is to listen to John Candy is his little laughs (laughs) at the end of sentences.
0: (laughs) So that is from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. In my top five, for certain. Um, It's just the most heartwarming, endearing, weird movie. It's a comedy, but it also gets really serious at the end. Um, Steve Martin has a huge arc. Very layered. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's wonderful. Um, I'm guessing... Do you
1: want to guess what mine is?
0: I don't know. I'll guess like Breakfast Club or something. Mm -mm, Not Breakfast Club. I'm thinking John Hughes, but I could be wrong.
1: In that world, but not John Hughes. Okay, what is it? It's St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, man Mm -hmm. in motion. Yeah. So... I, I think that if I were going to so I love all the 80s movies and I mean where do I begin with this category this is basically everything Todd and I talk about but if there's a movie that I get most excited when I see it's on TV that I can pick up at any moment it's Saint almost fire yeah minus the um, Dale Beaverman uh, Kirby Kager storyline
0: that's just boring it so all there is out. there is a little bit of um... Uh, there's a weakness in the movie there's and it's the Kirby Dale story.
1: I don't care about them and Kirby stalking her and Dale is like not doing a great job being like, stop. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She, I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm saying that she's like, she's just not as a lot of eighties women, she's not well-developed. No. I'm like, how is this woman this strong? And she's a doctor. And she's like, allows him to come into her apartment after he's been stalking her at her party. I'm like, what are you doing, Dale? Stop.
0: What's the meaning of life? Dale Biberman. Who? Dale Biberman. Didn't you see her at the
1: hospital tonight? She's a girl that I was madly in love with when we were freshmen. Okay, okay, she's about yay tall. Oh, Kirby. Long, dark hair, beautiful face. Oh, Kirby. So that's my least favorite story. Okay. My, Remember? I think my favorite storyline is I really like the um, what's happening between... Um, uh, what's her name? <laughs> All their names are are escaping me. Jules, um, not Jules. Wendy. Oh, not and not what? Not even. I like Wendy and Billy. Like I, I think that storyline is important. It gives you a lot of context for like who Billy is mm-hmm. and and you know. So you're
0: thinking of the L- Ellie Sheedy, uh, character. like
1: Ellie Sheedy and Judd Nelson, their their relationship, and then Kevin. You know the whole. Um, Andrew McCarthy character. I like – it's not – like is a strong word. I'm most interested in that triangle, like how that – and just how they make Alec – that's his name, Alec Newberry. They make Alec like their leader, and he's not a great leader. No. Like he's not really – he's not in his his integrity. No. And he – and that, you know, not that Kevin's a great leader. I never – I think it was one of those movies where at the end, I kind of understood why she didn't choose either of them. I think I'd be like, you know what, guys, I'm going to scrap this and I'm going to start over. Let's be friends. Because neither of them were really going to benefit her in the long run. She needed to go live her life. I think the
0: audio is going to be bad, but I got to play it anyways. Okay. You can't have The Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. You can have all the Billy Joels, except, except the, stranger. the
1: stranger, except the, the stranger. stranger. Totten, I say that a lot. So the other movie that is in the kind of the, this is my only one where I did two, the honorable mention is the humor that Gen X has is because of Airplane. So as far as an 80s plane or as far as an 80s movies go, Airplane is like don't you think that's, like, the beginning movie of our generation? So
0: you just stole my next one for comedy.
1: I did? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, good. This is okay. This, like, airplane is Gen X. Like, yeah. this is what we thought was funny.
0: It's because it was. It was. The stewardess said...
1: <laughs> Both pilots. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Boom. <laughs> I mean... I like this kind of... St- what, what do you call this kind of humor? Slapstick, it's right? Slapstick. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And then we had all the naked guns. And I just think these guys... Zucker, was that what their last uh, name
0: was? The, some brothers. I yeah.
1: Forget. And they it just kind of established the comedy for yeah. the 80s. So, um, okay. So your favorite comedy was Airplane. My comedy, uh, my favorite comedy is Bridesmaids.
0: I was going to... That is an honorable mention of mine
1: yeah, because
0: it is unbelievable.
1: And Todd and I have done, by the way, just as Todd's looking up something for bridesmaids, cause I didn't tell him mine ahead of time. No. So he's having to find things really quick is that we have done pop culturing um, episodes on bridesmaids. We've done St. Elmo's fire. We've done Jerry Maguire. Um, and I think that's it from all the movies we've, we've spoken about, but Bridesmaids was, for those of you, you probably know this, but it was the first all-female comedy written by women. Um, it was, uh, produced by Judd Apatow, who was really huge at the time. Um, and obviously it was a breakout role for Melissa McCarthy. It was, we had never seen anything like this. Melissa
0: McCarthy, the funniest I, I, I've never been blown away by somebody <laughs> who I, I didn't watch. She was a Gilmore Girls, right? Right. I didn't, I didn't watch Mike and, Molly. Mike and like, Molly. I never watched any of her stuff. And then I saw this movie and I'm like, this woman is the funniest <laughs> person I've ever seen.
1: Thank you, Helen. I just feel like I'm excited and I feel relaxed and I'm ready to pop with the
0: best of them, <laughs> and I'm gonna go down to the river.
1: <laughs> wow, well, it looks like somebody's really relaxing now. Yeah, wow. What are you guys talking about up here? We are, um, We're going to a restaurant tonight. I know the owner. Yeah, so I was just you Oh. Oh Helen God. knows the owner. <laughs> so that wasn't Melissa McCarthy, that was Kristen Wiig oh and Maya Rudolph and Rose. If you if you ever if
0: you're ever <laughs> in a bad mood and you need to laugh, uh pull YouTube the outtakes to Melissa McCarthy on Bridesmaids.
1: It's not Bridesmaids, it's um Oh, that's this is Forty. That's this is oh my 40. God, Thank you for that.
0: <laughs> yes, um I'm just. Uh, this is one of the funniest movies ever made. I sure. know.
1: So that is comedy. Yeah. So the next one for you, you'll go with you. It's war.
0: Oh, war. Um, I don't know if I have a good scene for this, but uh, did we skip over one? I feel like we may have skipped over one.
1: Nope.
0: No. Um. Oh, I don't have a good. So Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's just not i actually have it's such a deep, heavy, hard to watch movie for so many reasons, especially the first fifteen minutes, which is
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't even know how to describe it um impactful like I remember watching it in the theater, and I'm like, this is unbelievably realistic, and um you know when we um when we go on the beaches in Normandy, I'm just like this is unbelievable. Um, but it's well acted and well directed, and it's just a really sweet movie.
1: Yeah, tells it gives us a lot of insight, yeah. right? You know, um, um, my uh, war movie is Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, it's a different take.
1: Yeah, I, I just feel like. Um, the thing that's that's always interesting about watching future show shows that are about the future is it or dystopian shows or whatever it may be or movies is it's telling the same story right we repeat cycles we repeat history and you know star wars is about an oppressive regime and um the rebels who are willing to risk everything to make things right and make sure that people are taken care of and cared for like what else is and and it's funny as a kid i didn't get any of that mm-hmm. right i just liked the cantina scene that's really all but um i this is a, you know it's everybody's favorite movie
0: Um, I'm gonna take a liberty here and instead of playing a scene from Star Wars I'm gonna Uh play a spoof from Star Wars
1: you're gonna play Bill Murray
0: No, that SNL did uh, undercover boss (laughs) Um, and it's where Kylo Ren is going undercover on the Death Star
1: Adam driver was was on it you guys like working here you know
0: work is work (laughs) yeah totally what do you guys think of Kylo Ren Do you guys believe when he says that he's going to finish what Darth Vader started? What exactly has he started? You know, I will say this for Kylo. I think he gets a bad rap. What? Yeah. He's trying to accomplish something that's never been done in the history of the galaxy. You know? Ridiculous. Rule everything? That's impressive. I I admire the guy. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, okay. Oh, wait. This one. Real easy. All you got to do is rewire the calcinator. So, remove this does that look like the calcinator what's wrong with you what why so hard for you to understand i don't know but can you please stop yelling me you're starting to stress me out (laughs) i haven't got my muffin matt um yeah sorry to make fun of one of my favorite movies of all time but that's pretty damn funny it was was really good um okay next category is westerns western i didn't have one
1: you have no westerns
0: i mean I, i trusted my gut and I don't think, I mean, I love Dances with Wolves. That's not a Western. Sure it is. I don't think so. Of
1: course it is. Is it? Of- of course Bye it is fine i'll go dances with that wolves. could have been a war movie too
0: i think of dances with wolves as not a w-
1: hey if there's horses cowboys
0: <laughs> then you're gonna give it to me yes um yeah so I'll, once again kevin is showing up a lot in my I list i know one one of the best
1: uh that's one of the best movies of all time wind in his hair wind in his hair stands with a fist stands with a fist um we love dances with wolves that's a that's a good one to watch with I know that there, are, there is a sex scene in Dances with Wolves, and there's obviously a lot of um, violence oh, yeah. and a lot of pain. Um, yes. But if once your kids are old enough, it's a great- A great um, movie
0: because- For discussion. We're just so used to being the good guys, yeah. and in that movie, us white folks are not the good guys. Dumb bear. <laughs> Dumb bear. Um, what do you have?
1: I have Legends of the Fall. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is a movie that I don't even know if it really, you know, got into the zeitgeist very much. It was uh, Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins and it Quinn... Aiden Quinn. Aiden Quinn, yeah. Um, and I was obsessed with this movie for a long time. I was. It's a very long movie. Um, it generations, you know, kind of shows you a long period of time. Uh, three boys, and actually, you know, who else is in it? Elliot. Um, Elliot. <laughs> Elliot from E.T., who's now in all the uh, Michael Mike Flanagan movies. What's mm-hmm. his What's his real name? What's his name? Thomas. Um, Thomas something. Um, something Thomas. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um he they're three brothers and they are in they you know they live with their dad their mom basically left and they are very different men and they all unfortunately fall in love with the same woman um and uh brad it's kind of brad pitt at his best in many ways in every way that brad pitt can be best Um, So much so that... He's um, kind of like angelic in that movie. Well, he's beautiful. They talk about... He's not just beautiful in the way he looks, but he's one with nature. Mm -hmm. He much... He reveres Native American culture. And there are... um, uh, There's Native American families that live on their land that were protected by the family, thank goodness. And he learns from them, you know, like that he, he has reverence for the land. So... He, but I loved him so much that Todd and I were going to name our third child Tristan if we had a boy. And I, and we had Skyler, who we named after a character in Goodwill Hunting. And Skyler's like, you could have named me Tristan. Yeah. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. I don't know why we thought it had to, but I love Skyler too. So, yeah. um, but that's Brad. Maybe we should Pitt's change name. your name
0: 15 years <laughs> after the fact. Maybe. Um, the next genre or next category is horror.
1: Yeah. I know what mine is. You know what mine is.
0: Um, yours is going to be Halloween. Correct. Yes. Um, why is Halloween your pick, sweetie, over all the other good movies out there? Because
1: Halloween is the first movie that scared the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. And I was too young to watch it and it messed me up and I got obsessed with it. And it was the beginning of my um, love of horror movies, and I still love horror movies. I can't watch them the way I did when I was a teenager. I they have to be excellent. They have to you have to show me a horror movie that has all the pieces, you know, like a Get Out kind of movie, yeah. Um, or like I, we've talked about, Mike Flanagan's TV shows, you know, Haunting of Hill House or Bly Manor or Midnight Mass. Like I will invest if there is something to be said. Um, and Halloween's just scary first first uh, horror movie to you have the perspective of the killer of the bag so you're looking through the eyes of michael myers and so that was new and you know lots of lots of we could do a deep dive in halloween some other time
0: i should have uh thought this through because i the one i'm about to give to you i realize is not my favorite horror movie anymore because you just mentioned it get out is mm-hmm. is my favorite mm-hmm. it's just an unbelievably good movie yes um, but instead, I'm going to play a scene from the one I thought it was going to give. Okay. Um, and it's Sixth Sense. Oh, sure. And it's sure, sure. really powerful. And you give me the sign when you want me to stop playing this clip. But this is just a really heartfelt scene um, of the young boy. I forget his name. Uh, Hallie Joel Haley Osmond's Joel character Osmond. uh-huh. is talking to his mom in the car.
1: Oh, and that's Tony Collette. Yes. Who no one knew who that was then. And now everybody does. Grandma says hi. She says she's sorry for taking the bumblebee pendant. She just likes it a lot.
0: What? Grandma comes to visit me sometimes. Cole, that's very wrong. Grandma's gone. You know that. I know. She wanted me to tell you. Cole, please she stop. wanted me to tell you. She saw you dance. She said, when you were little, you and her had a fight your
1: dance recital. You thought she didn't come to see you dance. She did. Makes me cry. She hid in the back so you wouldn't see. Is
0: that good? She said you were- the second half is just colorful. is Isn't that his name Cole? Cole? I, don't know.
1: I don't know. But they were both nominated for a category. Oh my awards, God. Those two.
0: And that movie... Um has a nowadays you can't do twists anymore. No. Because everybody does TikToks on them before you go see the movie. But
1: that was the first scary movie we showed our girls and obviously at different times, but yeah. when J C started getting interested in scary movies, we said, Let's start with this and see how you do. Yeah. Because it's it, it it's scary, mm-hmm. you know, and there is some violence in it, some things that pop out and such, but I think it's a good starter for a kid who's starting to get really interested. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you, okay, so the next category, my sweetheart, is mob. Mob. You want to go first, or you want me to?
1: I think we probably have the same one. Oh,
0: I think we do, too. Let me play my clip. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Where have you been? I haven't seen you. I haven't even, (laughs) you haven't even called or anything. Where have you been?
0: Mom, I've been working nights. (laughs) And? Um, well, tonight we were out late. We took a ride on the, out to the country, and we hit one of those deers. That's where all the blood came from, I told you. Jimmy told you before, I'm not Anyway, no, you know, it reminds me, I need this knife. I'm going to take this, it's okay? <laughs> okay, yeah, just bring need it for a bring walk. it back, though, you know. Well, the poor thing, you know, we got, I hit him in his, uh, we hit the deer in his paw, what do you call it? The paw. The, the paw. paw the... The, the, the hoof. hoof. <laughs> the hoof. He's like, I'm going
1: to take this. She's like, okay, just bring it back.
0: Yeah, bring it back, you know. Um, <laughs> if any of our kids wake us up in the middle of the night and ask us for a big knife... That's a sign.
1: Or to feed us a big Italian dinner. Yes. Um, yes, that was Goodfellas, everybody. Yes,
0: Goodfellas. Um, and that was yours, obviously. Yeah,
1: that was mine, too. And we also did pop culturing about Goodfellas. Oh, we did, didn't Yeah, we? Uh, yeah.
0: Very good. We went deep
1: into that movie.
0: Um, any parental ties to Goodfellas that we can <laughs> offer? Just don't do what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, just don't do what they're doing. That's very good. Um, overrated. I didn't have one. Overrated.
1: You don't have any overrated movies. I'm sure you use that word all the time. You'll be like, this is overrated. I
0: know, but I can't think of the most overrated.
1: My most overrated movie, and sorry for all of you, like, cinephiles who, like, love this movie. Citizen Kane is boring. Oh, wow. Okay, Citizen Kane, I took a a cinema class, Mm. a few cinema classes in college Everybody makes you watch watch Citizen Kane. If you look at the movies, like top 100 movies of all time, maybe it's been kicked out recently, but everybody talks about Citizen Kane. It's got a lot to do with how it was shot. The director was Orson Welles. It was a lot about lighting and things I didn't understand at the time, but it's boring. I'm like, I don't get it. How can this be the number one movie? So, hot take. I would love to say it's overrated, but I've never seen it. Wow. I just
0: asked um, the chat... Dot AI, uh-huh. what the most overrated movies of all time are? Uh-huh. Uh, number one is Avatar.
1: Oh, interesting! I liked Avatar.
0: Titanic. No, no. Titanic's movie. the best. English Patient. Never seen it.
1: Boring, but I, it was good.
0: Forrest Gump. Awesome. awesome.
1: La La Land. I was eh on La La Land. Da
0: Vinci Code. That's a good overrated. I mean, not a yeah. good. That's a good selection. Sure. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, awful. Yeah. Oh, Godfather Part Three. I don't think it's overrated. I think people hate that movie. Yeah. Um, And then the Hobbit trilogy.
1: I considered doing the Lord of the Rings thing, but I didn't want to make people mad. Um, And I didn't invest the way I did in Star Wars. So it's like it's hard for me to really be a spokesperson on that. Yeah. Um, Romantic. Okay. Romantic movie.
0: Um, I actually chose romantic comedy. Okay. And I'm going to play a clip from it. Here we go. You were a good friend of um... Amanda's. I can't believe you can't remember her name. What do you mean? I can remember Amanda, right? Amanda Rice. Reese.
1: Reese, right. That's what I said. That's what I said. What did I have I happened to her? I have
0: no idea. You have no idea? You were really good friends with her. We didn't make it because you were such good friends. You went with her. And was it worth it? The sacrifice for a friend that you don't even keep in touch with? Harry, you might not believe this, but I never considered not sleeping with you a sacrifice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, just an unbelievable... Great movie.
1: And we have a pop culturing about When Harry Met Sally as well. Well, Um, There's a lot of overlap here. um, And then another one, my favorite romantic movie is Say Anything. Oh. Um, And I found, it was, I watched Say Anything when I was 18 and having the same experience, or 17, and having the same experiences that they were. It was was one of those movies where it was like right at the exact same time I was that age, um, getting ready, thinking about leaving for college, um, and... I just it's interesting because I love um Lloyd Dobler and I love the whole story and I think they were, you know, I, I love all of it, but I couldn't relate to the leaving the country or the um leaving together yeah. kind of thing. Like I didn't, you know, I think a lot of people asked after that movie, will they stay together? And that that'd be it'll be hard. Right. I don't know. I even knew then, I thought, oh gosh, they have such different paths. But they needed each other then, and that's all that matters. So, say anything is um, is beautiful, and was also one of my favorite John Cusack, you know, performances because he had a lot of good stuff in the eighties.
0: Right. <laughs> Lord, man, you can't even trust her man because right, you know what man. it's about they spend your money and they tell their That's friends everything, everything man it's about economics
1: valid, they man. tell them everything That's man valid. all you got to do is find a girl who looks just like her yeah, nail her That's and right.
0: then dump her man dump her, get man. her off your Boy, mind right. your only mistake is that you didn't dump her first Word. diane cord is a show pony I you need a stallion much. my friend <laughs> walk with us and you walk tall walk
1: tall Walk Tall. Walk to, uh, the, everybody in the background is just, I know. again, it's just so that whole scene is shot so perfectly. So yes, um, that and that's another Cameron Crowe movie. Um, he also did Jerry Maguire and uh, Almost Famous and a lot of other good ones.
0: I don't know how good uh, this is going to be, but I got to,
1: let's see. So we did Romantic and now we are on. Maybe it's
0: because oh. of her father. Uh, I want to do
1: Lloyd, Lloyd, oh, old Nolan Nullimboid. Boyd.
0: It's such a good scene, but I can't find it.
1: Um, That's the same scene. Yeah, I know. Did that one just end? Yes. At that? Oh, it yeah, did. Okay. Finish
0: it up. Um, okay. So next category is... Musical. Musical. I think I might... I thought about doing Hamilton.
1: Oh, But that'd it was be a good. play. Yeah.
0: So it doesn't really count.
1: I mean, they made it into a movie, but it's not the origins, but I guess. But
0: instead I chose this.
1: Help you, boys?
0: You got any uh, white bread? Yes. I'll have some toasted white bread, please.
1: You want butter or jam on that toast, honey?
0: No, ma'am. Dry.
1: County fried chicken? Best damn chicken in the state. Bring me four fried chickens and a Coke. (laughs) You want chicken wings or
0: chicken legs? Four fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast, please. And that is Blues Brothers. Chicago. I've probably seen that movie... Geez, I don't even know how long or how many times, but it's been dozens and dozens and dozens.
1: Yeah. Um, What do you have? You know, I kind of went in a strange direction. I had written down a bunch of things, but then I realized the musical, because we have another one coming up that's best soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That's coming up in a second. So I kind of had to like play with this. And my favorite musical is Tangled. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, like this is the movie that it, I think it, it was really inspirational to me. I cried through Tangled uh, the first time I watched it. I just could really relate, especially when she's trying to leave and then she's sad she left, left and then she's excited she left. I was like, oh, my God, that is so perfect. And then my girls loved this movie. We all as a family love this movie. We have so many jokes from this movie. I think it's the best Disney I know Frozen's great. Everything's great. But this one means the most to me.
0: I agree. And I'm just going to put, I don't know what scene to play.
1: Uh, Do, um, I, you know, I've got a dream. That's like my favorite scene. I've got some dreams.
0: I've got some
1: dreams. Yeah. Like there's so many, there's so much good humor in this movie too. Like, you know, they all have humor. You know, Toy Story was funny and everything. But I felt like the humor in Tangled was more my sense of humor like Maximus the horse and then you've got like the whole thing with the frying pan and it's just very funny.
0: I'm malicious mean and scary my could curdle dairy and violence wise my hands are not the cleanest but despite my evil look and my temper and my hook I've always yearned to be a concert pianist. Can't you see me on the stage performing Mozart?
1: Yeah. And then also the mother. Mother Gothel I, just, I love you more. I love, I love, you, love most. you most. Um just great great characters. So tangled. Um Best
0: Soundtrack. Oh no, no watch, watch over, over and, and over. over. Well you already said Spotlight. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say that. And instead I'm just going to play this, which is a movie you and I have seen. A bazillion times. Whatever you guys got on these power procedures. Gene, they're already. I don't want the whole damn Bible. Just give me a couple chapters. we got to get something up to these guys. They're
1: working on it now. I'll call over to the simulator and get an estimate. God damn it! I don't want another estimate. I want the procedures. Now!
0: Sweetie, what's that from?
1: Todd, I'm totally lost. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you don't know this. I, I'm like, I'm, I, I, everybody just, you know, I can't see it. Yeah. I can only hear it. Oh, I know. I got it. Apollo 13. There you go. There it is. Okay. I was like, procedures, procedures. It's Apollo 13.
0: Yeah. And it's just a random movie that I think even maybe before we got married, we would pop this on before we were going to sleep. And I don't know. I just spent a year watching this as I was going to sleep.
1: A lot of good, uh, we love everybody in this movie. A lot of good Gary Sinise stuff.
0: Um, Um, Yeah. And Ed Harris. Ed Harris. And Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um. So, the, for me, watch over and over, it, for you and I, this is hard, right? right? Because how many movies do we watch over and over? Quite a few. And I had, to, again, I had to kind of play with it. I ended up with, I'm going to tell you what I wrote down, but then as we've been going through, I realized it's more true. I wrote down The Hangover. Okay. Okay. Which we actually just did a pop culturing on. Um. I feel like it's one of those movies. I can put it on at any place. I can start it from the very beginning, I can put it on in the middle. I've watched it a million times. Again, we did a whole show about it, so you can listen to that if you want to. Um, But then the movie that I also watch over and over is The Fugitive. So Mm. this was hard for me. And what are you going with? I'm going to go with The Hangover.
0: Okay, that's good, because um, I have that queued up. Stu, you're a dentist. (laughs) Hey, don't try and get fancy. It's not fancy if it's true. He's a dentist. Don't get too excited. And if uh, someone has a heart attack, you should still call nine one one. Oh, that was a fun pop culture. It was. We, did, we had sure. a good time. Uh, yeah, Bradley. It's just a, the trio. Yeah, Bradley Cooper it's, at and Helms. it's the
1: original. It's got the right vibe. Yeah, the other two were not good, and yeah. this was unpredictable. And again, I would never seen a show or a movie like it.
0: Um, so your next category that you sent to me is best soundtrack. Yes. I assume what you mean is the best movie that has a good soundtrack.
1: Well, best soundtrack. Just, All right. Well, you know,
0: from a movie. I'm just going to play this song and okay. then you're going to tell me what movie it's from.
1: Oh, good one, Todd. Well, thank you. I need to think about this one.
0: This is a song called "Drown" by Smashing Pumpkins, and it is from what movie,
1: my darling? Uh, singles. And it was just in uh, Yellow Jackets. Yes. Yellow Jackets is using all the 90s music. Yes, they are. So it's really fun to watch what they pick. And when
0: I think of singles, I think of Bridget Fonda, who I had a big-time crush on, and uh, Matt Dillon, who's hilarious. And... and we
1: were, again, similar to Say Anything, we were their age yeah. when the movie came out. We That's were the same age. That's probably pretty
0: impactful yes. on movie experiences because you can... Understand them better, which is probably why we like friends so much.
1: And exactly, and the, and the music was so influential. Like yeah. you can't, the you can't. Singles is all about the music. Mm-hmm. It's all about the soundtrack and the yeah. new sound that we were. Experiencing. What do you got? Um, I chose Purple Rain. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. Every so impactful. I think it came out when I was in seventh or eighth grade, and it was the first movie that I saw on like a VHS tape. Um I remember a good guy friend of mine had a party and we all watched it together which was incredible and uh it's Prince. I mean what can I say? It's the best of the best. Every song. Not just not just the popular ones you know what this is not the one i love purple rain but play um let's go crazy that's that's what starts the movie so oh is that how it starts another thing that i love is a really good beginning to a movie like where they just bring you in right away and purple rain starts with this song so it's like it right away you're in his world
0: let's let's start from the top shall we sure Called, it's the wow, they kind of chopped
1: up the beginning. Well, that's probably the music video
0: you're showing. Oh, it's just, I, it looks like it's from the movie, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think in the movie it goes longer. I think in the video, the music video, they chopped it up a little bit. But it's hard to remember. But, you know, every song on there was amazing. And, you know, sometimes when I go back and watch Purple Rain, I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little, it's not as, you know, it was good when I was young. The, the movie is a little iffy these days, but the music is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So I think I'm
0: going to like um, screw up this next category. Embarrassed to love? Because I'm not embarrassed to love it. I am actually proud of loving this movie. Okay. But most guys would not share, hey, what movie do you like? I they So this is typically known as a chick
1: flick. Oh, okay. Do you have any idea what I'm about to play? Um, let's see. What movie do you love that, is it The Notebook? No, but that's a great movie. Um, what movie do you, no, go ahead and play it so I don't think too hard. Drum left. He couldn't take it. Jackson left.
0: Oh, yeah. I find it amusing. Men are supposed to be made out of steel or something. sat there i just held shelby's hand oh steel magnolias steel magnolias and i i always remember that scene because she's right i you know i'm gonna catch flack for this we're supposed to be these stoic tough men who can handle anything and the part where drum and then the husband bails Mm because they can't handle it handle it and it makes sense to me, and it also makes sense that Sally Field's character is present for when that baby showed up, and she was present and strong enough and courageous enough for her to say goodbye when Shelby left. Be there for her. Be there for her. Yeah,
1: yeah that's what I... I- I can't imagine doing anything different. Right. Like, that's women, you know, and I'm not saying men haven't done that. I'm just saying that women would never leave. Right. You would never leave. Right. Um, And, you know, another Yellow Jackets callback Misty just did that whole speech. She did. Two episodes ago. She did. She did the whole Steel Magnolia Sally Field thing. So. What do you got? Um, My embarrassed to love movie is Dumb and Dumber. Oh. I could also have put Dumb and Dumber in the um, Watch Over and Over Again movie. Dumb and Dumber got me through a really hard time in my 20s where I was having a breakup and I was going to go live by myself for the first time and I was changing careers and there was just a lot going on. And every night I watched Dumb and Dumber because I needed like levity.
0: Well, and as I'm I'm scrolling through the best scenes, (laughs) it doesn't really matter which one I play. Other than the fact to say Jim Carrey is just a total genius.
1: I like the you are you can do the fine trick? Which one do you want me to do? Oh, I like that one too. That's fine.
0: <laughs> well wait, but you we are supposed to talk about all expenditures, Lloyd. We are on a very tight budget. Hmm. This didn't come out of our travel fund. Oh you no, know, I,
1: I was able to raise 25 extra bucks before we left. Where did you get 25 extra bucks? I sold some stuff to Billy and Four the blind kid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sold the bird to the blind kid. Petey. Bird.
0: Petey. Petey. Uh that's a good one, sweetie. Okay. That's a good one. Uh what's the next category?
1: Uh we have two more left. Christmas. Oh yeah.
0: This is a no brainer. We probably have the same one, I think. Or maybe not. No. You, you get okay, so here we go. Is your house on fire, Clark? No, Bethany, those are Christmas lights. (laughs) Don't throw me down, Clark. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. Is this the airport, Clark? We're here. Hey, Grizz, me and Bethany figured out the perfect gift for you. Oh, Uncle Lewis, you didn't have to buy me anything. Damn it, Bethany, you guessed it. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars.
1: (laughs) When did you move to Florida? (laughs) Ellen, are you still dating Clark?
0: <laughs> oh, and beth Is Rusty still in the Navy? Rusty still in the Navy. Oh my god. Christmas Vacation, um one of the best sequels of all time. Yeah. Oh my god. Juliet Lewis. Yes. Uh what do you have? Uh I have Die Hard. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, now, there's a whole controversy on whether or not it is a Christmas movie. Of course movie.
1: it's a Christmas movie, everybody. There's Christmas music through the whole thing. He's there for Christmas. They're having a Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza. Um, he's going home to see his kids at Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. So I know people will disagree with me, but that's just, it's Christmas movie. It is. Um, and, and I will say that the reason that I'm choosing this as my favorite Christmas movie is we watch all the holiday movies, you know, in December, like Skyler makes a schedule. We, you know, we, we watch them all. But I get most excited for Die Hard Day. Yes. I really do. And because it's just. you're here to negotiate. Am I right? <laughs> oh, Bubby. You're
0: amazing. You figured this all out already.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: business is business. You use a gun, I use a fountain pen. What's the difference? Let's put it in my terms. You're here in a hostile takeover. You grab us for some green mail, but you didn't expect some poison pill was going to be running around in the building. Am I right? Hans, Booby. I'm your white knight. I'm
1: your white knight. Ellis. Ellis. He's like one of the best, worst guys of all oh, time. Oh, he's the worst. Um, but he is, that's our, in our family, that's our favorite scene. Yes. Would you say that's our favorite scene?
0: Uh, probably. Hans. Booby. Bobby. Bobby. Um and the last
1: one, Todd. Last one. Last one, and then the final one is the one we couldn't make fit in these categories. But
0: did you give me your is Die oh, Hard, Die Hard Sorry. Okay, so
1: mine. Your is last one is a sequel. Sequel. So this is the best sequel.
0: You believe that story? You believe that? He said there was something in it for me. On my own. I've always taken care of you, Fredo.
1: Fredo, You're Taking care of me?
0: You're my kid brother, and you take care of me! Did you ever think about that? Did you ever once think about that? Send Fredo off to do this, send Fredo off to do that! Let Fredo take care of some Mickey Mouse nightclub somewhere! Send Fredo to pick somebody up at the airport! I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over!
1: That's the way Pop wanted it. It ain't the way I wanted it! Mm, Fredo. Good old Fredo. So if you were thinking about succession, who yeah. do you think is Fredo and who do you think is Michael? Or do you think they're just, that you can't even categorize No, them
0: way? I think there's too much difference between it. I mean, I, th- I think Kendall's trying to be Michael. I
1: think Kendall's trying to be Michael and he's very Fredo-ish. Yes. I think he really That's is. That's exactly, he
0: embodies Michael and Fredo. Yeah,
1: he is. He's like the combination of the two. Yeah. I think that Shiv is kind of Michael.
0: Eesh. Yeah. We're in this. We're in succession. Okay, mean, sorry. Out. Okay,
1: so my favorite sequel is The Dark Knight. Oh, that's so good. Todd and I went to see the. Dark So I saw Batman Begins and thought it was good and deep. And I, you know, Christopher Nolan's movies are amazing. But we went to see Dark Knight in the theater, and I remember the first thing we experienced was that we were sitting by a very young child, which bothered me a tremendous amount. We did a S- send parenting radio about it. Remember, Todd? Yes, I did. I was so worried through the whole movie. We had to move because I was so concerned about this kid. But then I remember you and I watched. The Dark Knight The first time I always like to remember How I felt the first time And we walked out And I said That is one of the best movies I've ever seen
0: It's crazy Yeah Well and it's all about I know Christian Bale Blah 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 But it's all It's about all Heath Ledger Heath Ledger Yeah His interpretation Of that villain Think about The, the Joker that we grew up on uh, Jack Nicholson's No no The one from the TV show From oh. the 60s and 70s Yeah like, He's just kind of a silly Cartoon character type guy Yeah But Heath Ledger is A just chaos agent A mm-hmm. freaking scary dude Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then the last. You're oh. not
1: going to play anything?
0: Um, well, I, I tried, but it's. I mean.
1: There's not much to play. Not much there There's to play. no, like, you know, why so serious stuff.
0: Um, is that what he says? I don't know that movie that well. Really? I can find something.
1: I do like to watch it. I don't watch it over and over again the way I do the other movies, but I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. Um, oh, well, it, that's fine, Todd. You don't need to play anything from it. Dark Knight we'll move on to our last category which is the movie that oh like me freak
0: (laughs) a guy like me look listen i know why you choose to have your little group therapy sessions in broad daylight i know why you're afraid to go out at night the batman See, Batman has shown Gotham your true colors, unfortunately. Dent, he's just the beginning. He's creepy.
1: He's creepy. And I actually, um, speaking of Heath Ledger, my first Western that I wrote down before I did Legends of the Fall, I did Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, I I still love that movie, um, and I love Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal in it, but I went to Legends of the Fall because he was more honest about the movie that had more of an impact on it. Right. But I love Brokeback Mountain too. So last movie that didn't fit any categories, but we wanted to give it a shout out. Okay. Uh, Do you want to
0: go first or you want me to?
1: No, you go ahead. Um,
0: oh boy. I mean, I have three movies written down and, but I'm looking at just one of them.
1: Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman. What are you, cracked? Oh yeah. It's gotta be that, Todd. Yeah. It's gotta be that. Um, Seven cents per. I haven't
0: found my pennies yet. Well, 237's not bad. Queen of Chalos is at the end of that little road that goes by yeah. the Yeah, I don't know how Stand By Me did not get into any of my categories, but that's the one that I felt the need to mention. Yeah,
1: Stand By Me. And then mine, similarly, is a coming-of-age movie. It's The Perks of Being a Wallflower, Ooh. which I considered putting in a few categories. It just didn't fit perfectly, so I just wanted to give it a shout-out because... It is one of those movies I can't watch it over and over and over again because I do get too emotional. I don't always cry, but i it's very intense for me and for a lot of different reasons. And I just found out that Melanie Linsky is the the aunt in the movie. I didn't know Melanie Linsky when I saw this the first time, and I just realized this. She's a favorite. Also from Yellow Jackets. This is our third Yellow Jackets call out. Obviously, we love that movie, but perks of being a wallflower.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know the movie well enough to pick a scene, but just a
1: no uh, tunnel scene?
0: I know, but will that play on well, audio? Well, it'll
1: play the song.
0: Okay, let me do that then. Tunnel. And isn't that like a famous song? Or? Yeah,
1: it's a David Bowie, We Can Be Heroes. <laughs> I can see you. even see Have our kids seen that movie? Uh, Skyler has. Actually, no. JC has, too. I don't know if Cameron has.
0: And this is the end of the movie?
1: Um, I think this is the end. I mean, they play it a few times in the movie, but I think this is the end scene. Are they in the truck driving away?
0: Yes, they are. Um, People are going to get mad because we didn't bring up Shawshank. Okay. Um, But I think that might be the most obvious omission It didn't
1: really have a, I mean, except for favorite movie or movie that makes you cry, it didn't really, courtroom, it really wouldn't have fit. It didn't fit in these categories. But Shawshank is one of the the best. There's a lot. There's just no way, you know.
0: So let's see how many we fit into it. Um, So IMDb ranks the top 250 movies of all time. You're not going to go through all of them. Yeah, all 250. No. No, Top 10. Okay. Shawshank, so we missed that one. Okay godfather we sort of talked got about that it. dark knight yeah got that godfather part two
1: mm-hmm.
0: 12 angry men mm-hmm. schindler's list okay lord of the rings pulp fiction
1: oh that would have been interesting an,
0: I... another lord lord of the rings and then lastly the good the bad and the ugly
1: okay um so we hit about half of them we hit about half of them and um pulp fiction gosh i don't know where i would have put it um maybe mob
0: yeah it's not really a mob movie though
1: Uh, yeah um could have been best soundtrack yeah they have a great soundtrack um but yes so that's a so that's good well todd thanks for sharing and everybody um if you love movies maybe you enjoyed this one very much um And hopefully if you do love, you know, talking about or listening to movies, go over to Pop Culturing and follow. Um, And for those of you who are ready for us to talk about something uh, deeper, more self-awareness, more connection and mindfulness, we'll be back next week. Yeah. And I think
0: we're going to talk about swearing.
1: Yeah. About swearing. Why it's actually... Okay, is that what you're standing on, Todd?
0: Um, we're going to dive deep into okay. swearing. How do we deal with kids? You know, when they're four, how do we deal with them? They're swearing when they're fourteen. All right, all that other stuff. Um, I always want to say thank you to our partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head head of beauty, painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. His phone number is 630-956-1800. And then uh, don't forget about Men Living. Connect deeply. Live fully. Uh, Kathy's got a book, Zen Parenting, Parenting Ourselves and Our Children in an Unpredictable World. Lots of good stuff. So just go to ZenParentingRadio.com. Keep trucking. See you guys all soon. Adios.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. If you have appreciated or enjoyed a decade of Zen Parenting Radio podcasts, recording please tell a friend or leave a five-star review. We are grateful for your support. If you want more Zen Parenting, consider joining Team Zen Circle, our very own app. That includes our virtual community, exclusive content, and support from us. You could also purchase
0: Kathy's award-winning book, Zen Parenting, Caring for Ourselves and Our Children in an Unpredictable World, or subscribe to Zen Parenting Moment. You can find these opportunities and more at zenparentingradio.com resources. And if you want to connect through social networking, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Keep trucking, and we'll talk to you again next week.